Thank you, Steve. So, eldership. Well, let's hear from the Bible, first of all. Um, uh, The 1 Timothy 5 reading. Lynn, I think you've got that one. Would you like to? Yes? Okay. (laughs) And this is from, uh, from the Apostle Paul writing to Timothy, who was a young man. It was in the, uh, the early days of the church. And, uh, and let's see what insights this might bring. The elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honour, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For the scripture says... Do not muzzle the ox while it is treading out the grain, and the worker deserves his wages. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. Those who sin are to be rebuked publicly so that the others may take warning. I charge you, in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favoritism. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Thank you, Lynn. So in the early church it makes it clear that there were elders, that that was part of the, uh, the church leadership structure. And we try and follow what it says in the Bible. And so we have elders. And it, it says that they um, deserve special honour, and, and that's true. Although, as we've already mentioned, that honour includes cleaning out toilets. That, um, uh, it's, it's an act of service that they have. So what do elders do? And this service comes out of a decision of of church meeting to to actually make it it known more about eldership to help you as each one of you will be involved in either by prayer or in action to uh, nominating elders. So... If you go on to the basis of union of the URC, a publication not many of us read too often, and, uh, but Steve's uh, put a link to, uh, to that, um, and you can read this. What do elders do? To foster in the congregation concern for witness and service to the community, evangelism at home and abroad, Christian education, ecumenical action, local interchurch relations, and the wider responsibilities of the whole church. Wow, it's quite some job, isn't it? And that's just number one of 12. <laughs> I'll read the others. I'll be. I'll, I'll praise the others a little bit. To see that public worship is regularly offered and the sacraments are duly administered. To ensure pastoral care for the congregation. To nominate from its uh, members a church secretary. To keep the role of members and uh, in consultation with the church meeting to main standards of membership. 
to be responsible for the institution and oversight of work amongst children and young people and all the organisations within the congregation, to call for an election of elders, to uh, consider the suitability of any applicant for ministry, to recommend to the church meeting arrangements for the proper maintenance of the building, to act on behalf of the church meeting and bring concerns to the wider councils of the church. And the final one, which appears on all job descriptions. What is that? And everything else, yes. <laughs> Formally, it says here, to do such things as may be necessary in the pursuance of its responsibility for the common life of the church. Or anything else, yes. That are, those are the elders' responsibilities. So, on a Sunday morning, in this uh, case it was Tim, where's Tim? There's Tim, he gave the notices. He was responsible that worship happened today. Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. And so if I became ill, it would be Tim who would come up and, uh, and, and lead us. But I'm not, it's only a joke, Tim, don't worry. <laughs> and so elders have uh, have responsibilities and but they're part of a team and uh, they bring different different gifts and different abilities and uh, and that's a, a, a joy and uh, and so the, the team work well in, uh, in leading the, the church, in, in, uh, in trying to ensure these things happen, and in recommending to church meeting various uh, things. And, and there's also a little bit of uncertainty about um, what position the, uh, the elders take and, and the rest of the church just accept. Well, the elders have said we'll do that. And what part the, the church meeting says, well, hold on a minute, I'm not so sure about this, let's do, do this. And so it's, it is a difficult job, but a real privilege to, uh, for elders, and we need the elders. And we, in my 10 years here, I, I've really been blessed with, with good elders. And uh, others of my colleagues sometimes moan. Ministers moan? Oh, what a terrible elders uh, I, I've got. You know, I've never... Never done that. I've uh, not even thought that. I don't think, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, let's rejoice in that, but let's continue to, to seek, support, and choose the right elders. What sort of person um, are we looking for? Well, let's have another reading from the early church, and uh, Bruce is going to read to us from 1 Peter chapter 5. Book of First uh, Peter, verse five. I mean, chapter five, verses one through eleven. To elders and young men, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings, and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing. As God wants you to be, not greedy for money, 
but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, because God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around you like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Can we have the first slide up, please? Thank you, Bruce. So this is a reading from Peter. Um, uh, uh, Peter the fisherman, but he uses uh, the, uh, the, the, the phrase uh, and he starts off to the elders among you, so obviously it reinforces the idea that they had elders. And, uh, and then in, uh, in verse 2, can we have verse 2? The shepherds of God's flock, uh, here's Peter the fisherman, but uh, he'd learnt about shepherding. Do you remember the story of Peter that he'd let God down and then he'd been, uh, when he denied him uh, on the cross, but then he'd been reinstated and, uh, and Jesus had, had said, uh, be like a shepherd and feed my sheep. And, and uh, he was saying that elders are to be shepherds of, of God's flock. Using that uh, analogy of, of leadership and, uh, and of care, and then, uh, as it says, not because uh, you must, but because you are willing. And how wonderful it is that we've got people in this church who are willing to be elders. Those who are serving, those who have served, and maybe they'll, they'll come back to serving. Or there may be people who are sitting here who are being called at this time to be elders. It's not about age. It's not the elderly. It can be of any age. It's those who are called to this part of, uh, of service. And as it says in verse 3, have we got verse 3 there? Not lording it over those being entrusted. So it's, um, uh, yes, there's respect to the, uh, to the elders. And, and a real, we need to really... Uh, take on board what they say and what they do because they've been praying and reflecting and discussing it but, uh, but also um, uh, that they um, are eager to serve and they're examples I'm just um, uh, 
bring to you what the elders have to say when they become elders. They say, Do you confess again your faith in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? And they have to say yes. That's no different from members here. And then, in dependence of God's grace, do you reaffirm your trust in Christ Jesus as Saviour and Lord and promise to follow him and seek to do and to bear all the, uh, his will all the days of your life? No different. Except it's, it's perhaps a little more public, a little more, well, um, uh, certain that the elders need to do this that their faith needs to be mature so that they can lead others. And do you believe that the Word of God in the Old and New Testaments discerned under the guidance of the Holy Spirit is a supreme authority for the faith and conduct of all people? They seek the direction using God's Word. What is God telling us? And that is a, a great responsibility, a great privilege. And then... They have to say, do you accept the office of elder in this congregation? And they are ordained. The same word that's used for ordaining ministers. They're ordained as elders to serve throughout their life. And in different places, they are ordained. They're set aside and they're prayed for to be anointed for the task. And then members of the congregation promise to support and encourage those that have been elected and supported in their prayers. And so all of us have a responsibility to support them. So, that's a brief sort of analysis of what elders do. Oh, you might want to know what uh, happens at an elders meeting. Well, at the last elders meeting... There was a, a review of some of the activities and uh, where, how are we with this and, and looking at some of those things. And then we took some time to consider a difficult subject, that of gay marriage, following the decision in the Parliament. And if a couple came to us in this church and asked to be married, oh no, it's not gone through the law yet, but you know, what would we say? And so we discussed it at Elders. We got the Bible out. And we're, we're, we're saying we need to look at the Bible. And that we need to bring it to church meeting. These are sort of some of the difficult issues. And there can be uh, all sorts of pastoral issues and all sorts of things. So, we'd like to help you those who are members here, some of you uh, um, uh, aren't members, you, you're welcome to consider membership. Some of you, you've gone through all of the process and just waiting for me to meet with you and then you can become members. That all of you who are members here can nominate people to be members. Steve's got letters and uh, you'll have a list of uh, eligible uh, members. You have to be a member for a certain time before you're eligible. And then you need to spend some time, you've got three weeks, to prayerfully consider who God might be calling to be a, an elder. And then you tick them. You can tick any number. And then we'll collect them in, look at the elders' meeting, see um, how the team is shaping up, see what God is, is calling. And then, um, so they need to be in by the 3rd of March. 
and then uh, it'll come to church meeting, AGM. If you can't make the AGM, by the way, and you're a member, you can get a, a voting slip from, from Steve this year. It's a change. And, uh, but hopefully you'll be able to make the church meeting. And then we can vote for that, uh, that yes, God is calling that person. More detailed explanations are in the note. There's also a DVD, a special DVD that's being produced. And we'll know if you've got to the end of the DVD when you get to the outtakes. Which, uh, <laughs> sorry Tim. <laughs> so, uh, so we've got some, uh, some materials, and particularly, but if you've got access to the internet, you can just um, download it from the church website. And, but we don't want it on YouTube, do we, Tim? But, um, no. So um, uh, respect your elders, yes. <laughs> so we're trying to give lots of information this year, because last year we felt that there wasn't that. So I hope this has been of interest. I hope this has, uh, has, has helped you uh, in, in what, what we're about to do. That probably marks the end of the sermon. <laughs> <laughs>